Hello, Bible Beaters. Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Pretty good. What's cracking? I just about Crack forgot my cue. Baby. I was like, isn't somebody supposed to say hello, Bible Beaters? Oh, that's me. That's good. Everyone with OCD <laughs> is going to be fucking furious. It took an extra beat longer. <laughs> oh, man. That reminds me of... I've... Uh, I only refed like three rugby games. I took a refing course. I re- Anyways, they were, but before I even took a course, they were like, we need a ref for this grade eight rugby game. And there's nobody here. Caleb, just go ref. And I was like, okay. So I've played rugby for like five years at this point. But you don't know the rules. I mean, I know the rules, but I've never refed a game before. So this one kid <laughs> picks up another kid and just slams him on his head. Which I was like, that's fucking illegal. You were like, hell yeah, dude. But yeah, no, I, I was. I was like, that was awesome, but that was super illegal. Oh, wait, that's my job. I should probably call. And I called the play. Like, people started yelling, and I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's totally illegal. Penalty. So you're one of those refs that waits for the crowd to dictate your calls. Well, it seemed that way, but I was just more like, I was more stoked on the hit than I was like. Like, oh, fuck, yeah, yeah, you got it. you're out. <laughs> Yellow card or whatever rugby does. No, I just gave him a warning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What does rugby dish out? Red cards? Yellow, Yellow card, cards. red card. You can get a, you get a warning. So it's like soccer. You get a penalty. There's the a immediate... point of a warning? Well, it depends what you did. So he, he slammed it on his head. That seems like yellow yeah, card. That's me. probably a yellow card, but they're grade eight. And quite honestly, the kid, it was just, the kid was so much bigger than the other kid that it would have not as been as big of it was, except he just was so much stronger. I You could tell he didn't mean to do what he did. It was one oh, of those, okay. like, it was... He just over... Yeah. Didn't know his own strength. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like, Lenny. He was a rabbit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. Like, it was I, I didn't think that he meant to do that big of a hit to that kid. Anyways... I didn't know the ref's supposed to look for intentions, but... I think it does. I think it matters. If you see a guy... Hockey, if you, it doesn't mean if you high stick the guy in the fucking face if you meant to if you're falling through a shot it's still legal that's what i well the point is the yeah, referee has the discretion to I actually don't know if the last the thing referee... i said is even true <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it. yeah the referee think... can give you a game misconduct or unsportsmanlike yeah. or add extra shit yeah that th- what about that one ref I'm, I'm not holding fast to what i said um that one ref said something like giving him the business numbers four four that well that was the nfl there was a hockey ref that said something just like, nope, you can't do that. <laughs> I like that they mic – in rugby, they mic up the refs, the not the whole game, but anytime they go to, like, review. So when you watch football – or not hockey, in rugby. Yeah. In rugby. So when you watch football and they go to, like, the coach's challenge flag or whatever, and they just have, like, this is our studio referee so-and-so. In rugby, they actually – Mic up the ref to the ref on the TV, and you can hear their conversation. Does it look like it's down? What about his left foot? And you can hear the That's actual weird. refs talk. It's awesome. It's I think it's more transparent, and you get that is better... more transparent. But there's gonna be a time when you're like, I don't fucking know what to do, man. Do you know what to do? Like if they weren't mic'd, that's for sure. What I've, there, be there's been one where it's like it's real close. I don't see enough evidence to overturn it. Okay, we're going with that, and then they just do it. Anyways, Get what's a up? Blown fight over the call. Two refs. They got another another ref to come in. Two refs <laughs> fighting. Just the referee just starts, you know, yeah. wa- walking around him like he's a boxing ref. So you had a fucking hell gig this weekend, eh? Oh yeah, I was up in Ashcroft last week. Um, I was also in Ashcroft three weeks ago. It was maybe a month now. 
I mean, it was your typical small town, no attendance show. There was like literally two people there, and then I think five people came for the show. Did they give you an excuse? Um, no. They gave me a huge one. When I what was, was your excuse? <clears throat> According to them, because I spent, I opened cold open yeah. when I did my. We might talked about this in the podcast because it was fucking miserable. <laughs> But I had to open and do a mic check before my set. And I'm already on stage. I'm doing the mic check. Yeah. There's three people there. Right? Yeah, it's Half a huge the room, too. Left before the comedy show. It's a huge room. Yeah. And uh, so I'm doing my own mic check. Fucking embarrassing. I made it funny. Thank God people were laughing at it. Yeah. And then. Uh, I mean, they were good sports. Did five mics on stage. Oh, they had a there. whole band thing? Yeah. Five mics. I'm like, it's ridiculous. And then I had to do 25 minutes. So I spent the first 10 minutes shitting on the bar for oh, not yeah. being able to get. You have talked about this on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I did, right? Yeah. yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. Well, mine was probably the same. We didn't do a mic check, but fucking nobody's there. We, you know, do the old give it an extra 20 minutes. Like four more people came. This really, really drunk lady was there. And then somebody rode into the bar on a fucking horse. I just like walked right up to the bar, ordered a drink, the, stood there the whole time. Was in the audience sitting on her horse while Jordan was on stage and while I was on stage. Because I was making, I was making fun of the bar, like the urinals all on time. And I was like, it looks like you guys got halfway through a renovation and then went fuck it. And they were like, no, it's because we have horses. And I started talking. I was like, it was unbelievable. It's a shithole town with one bar. And they can't yeah, the get carpet's all ripped up. Yeah, it's concrete, but it's got those glue marks. The horse shit on the floor, the sh- and they had to shovel it out. I ate a piece of horse shit on a on a dare. What? So I don't know in what you're set. No, just this is before we were just sitting around the bar with the only five people that were there. And you hung out with them before the show. There was no cho- there was no That's choice. Like all your material did. I know it literally was. <laughs> I just started my started like my jokes and then ended up having a conversation with the very drunk lady. And That's I awful. would say the audience had a great time, I think, because they were all like, that was awesome. Thanks for coming. Blah, blah, blah. It was like hanging out with a. Like if you got to do a meet and greet with a pro comedian that came to your town, we sat at their table. The one kid like came to our room and did drugs with us and oh really? <laughs> drank beer. Jordan couldn't get him to leave. I eventually just pretended to go to sleep. So yeah, it was a, it was a nightmare. I don't think I'd go back there. One guy pulled out his phone and said, "You ever heard of Jokester? This this is where I get a lot of jokes. You I... should check out Jokester." God damn! <laughs> when I was there, one guy, which is one third of the audience. Kept on coming up to me and telling me jokes. And you can't be like, dude, fuck off, because yeah, he's one-third of the audience. And, uh, and he's all enthusiastic. And I'm like, all right, let's hear it. It's some really bad. That's I, I probably listened to them tell more jokes than I told. Was it an old couple? Yeah. that Same one. Yeah, they were there. Because they said, we saw the last guys that came here. They yeah. were okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was brutal. Yeah, it sucked. I did fine. Yeah. I did actually pretty good, considering. And... Uh, Crone did fine, and then they started talking to him too much during his bits. He just really wanted to do his bits. Yeah. Which, that's not the show to do your fucking bits. But he really kept on trying to power through, and they kept on interrupting him, because that's what I did for 25 minutes. I did crowd work, and then made fun of the bar, then made fun of them and shit. I don't think I got a single bit. I started to go into the streaker story, and he's like, we saw this on YouTube. And I was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) That's why you don't do that. Holy fuck. So then... Crone ended up walking one third of the crowd, which was the wife. Yeah. He got in a huge fight at the end of the show <laughs> with the bar or with like with the three people in the crowd. Like fuck you, people. Oh yeah, walk the girl. <laughs> like fuck you, fuck you, that type of shit. I don't know. I don't understand why people do that. I mean, 
He was frustrated. They were talk, make, talking during his bits. Instead yeah. of like saying something funny, he just said something mean. Yeah. And then she said something mean back, and then it became. That a only thing. works if you have like the whole room on your side. And it generally, if it's gonna be mean, it better be still funny. Yeah, that's the point. Like, it, and it's also your job to be funny. It's not your job to be like, shut up, bitch. You know. I but. There's that I don't know that kind of like alphaness or like that you need to like be in charge of the room factor. You can do that without I, just, just burning it down. I'll just totally see it. I'll just be like, whatever, guys. Do you guys even care? Do you want to hear this? And most of the time they'll go be like, yeah, no, it's okay. And like they'll try and make you like feel bad. Keep going. Oh, I've never done that. <laughs> yeah. I tear into them. But I hope I only do it if there's other people to laugh. Anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was a nightmare. Do you know what I mean? Stop it, Kyle. Do you remember what we read last week, Kyle? Um, yes, probably. God, it's right at the tip of my penis. Right at the... It was about uh, Abimelech, the son of um, Gideon. Oh, is that... They murdered... He murdered he his murdered brothers. Every single 70 brothers. 69, actually. Yeah, and then one they just got forgot away. about the guy that got away and said 70. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately after. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll read the last paragraph. What would people say about typos in the Bible? Because that's a translation. That How does that get fucked up by translation? I mean... That would just be a clerical error if it was a fuck up. He either had 71 brothers and one lived, or but it said he killed all yeah. 70 of his brothers, yep. except Jotham, who hid and then came back and to do later. that speech. And then, yeah, this is the last paragraph. Thus, God repaid the wickedness that Abimelech had done to his father by murdering his 70 brothers. God also made the men of Shechem pay for all their wickedness. The curse of Jotham, son of Jeroboam, came upon them. So the cur- curse of Jotham is the last surviving one. So he didn't murder 70. Yeah. I know that's Bullshit. a little thing to get hung up on, but it's a, just yet another. But if the God wrote the fucking yeah, book, exactly. shouldn't it be infallible? Yeah. Shouldn't it be fucking word for word perfect? You'd think you'd think it would be. We've we've hashed this out enough times. I know, but like God saw the yeah. guy writing seventy, and he was up there either going, "God, what a fucking idiot," yeah. or and didn't do anything about it, or just didn't notice, which is way worse. Or clearly it was just guys writing it saying they were influenced by God like every other fucking <laughs> Yes. Like L. Ron Hubbard and Joseph Smith. Well that's the easy example. Who are known crazy people and liars. Except these people have credibility for some reason because it was three thousand years ago. I mean, Joseph Smith and L. Ron Hubbard have a lot of credibility. They have gigantic followings. But they're they they're known liars. Sure. They're, that the no that detracts from their credibility. It depends who you ask. Sure. Okay. If you're asking us about the Bible, we're like, this fucking book is bullshit. Yeah. Ask a religious person. They're like, it's the word of God. Everything you should do in it, everything that says in it, you should do. So, so it's pure perspective. Okay. I'm talking about credibility in its literal sense, not in its abstract state. Whereas if people believe you, that doesn't make you credible. I think if you went into history, you If could... people believe you, that's not credibility. That's a different thing. I don't credibility know Credibility about... is action. <clears throat> Like, credibility in its literal sense means it's true. My point true. is, I don't think they are less credible than the Bible. Who? Joseph Smith. That's what I'm saying. You know, Lord. I agree with you. That's the same point I'm making. Because, I guess. like, there's just as many errors in no, here. That's a, I was just po- <clears throat> pointing to the fact, in modern, like, in recent history, we can go, those people are idiots and demonstrably false. But now, you compare that to the Bible... People are going, no, that the Bible's true. It's 3,000 years old. We've all been over this a thousand yeah. times. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, we're on the same page. 
I, it's amazing how we can argue from the same side. That's good. <laughs> That's not good. That's good. It's great. That's what a healthy relationship is based on. Okay, so now we are in Judges chapter 10. I'm going to pause it real quick. Okay, and we're back. So Judges chapter 10. After the time of Abimelech, a man of Issachar named Tola, son of Pua, the son of Dodo. <laughs> rose to save Israel. Can you read this one more time? After the time of Abimelech, a man of Issachar named Tola, son of Pua, the son of Dodo. Oh, God. Dodo, then Pua. At least the name's improved. <laughs> Dodo begat Pua, who begat Tola. Uh, rose to save Israel. He lived in Shamir in the hill country of Ephraim. He led, or traditionally judged, Israel 23 years. Then he died and was buried in Shamir. I wonder how long it Shemir. takes a name to be ridiculous, you know? Like, how long? Because it wasn't that like, long ago that Gaylord was, like, a cool name. Yeah, it's like two generations. Basically, once it's an old person name, all the young people go, like, you know, everyone has a grandma. Like, my grandma's name Virginia, right? It's a very it's not a bad name. But it's a very grandma sounding name, right? Because yeah, she wants her people... parents wanted her to be a virgin. <laughs> but it's just it's just, I don't know, 50, 60, 70 years later, all the old people have similar names and all the next two generations later they're like, those people are lame. That's Virginia, true. that's an old person name, because only I only know old people named Virginia. Do you think Tola thought Dodo was a stupid name? I think everybody in Dodo's time thought it was a stupid name. <laughs> I'm going to name my son, son Idiot. I wonder how they translate these names. Like they, they must not. That must be the actual what it was. I know. Uh, maybe they tried and uh, transcribed the syllables to English because it would not sound like well, this. They did, ancient Hebrew didn't have vowels, so it would just be D-D. Like, what do you put in the... No, I mean, they're the syllables. So they take however it sounds and try to take the syllables and make an English word out of it. Yeah. Right? And also, there'd be a lot of you know? Which we don't even do. I can't. In Chisakar, Abimelech. <laughs> right? Anyways, so yeah, that's the story of Tola. He led Israel for 23 years, and he died. was buried in Shamir. I read a... I don't know if this is real, but I think it is. <laughs> but I, I do, literally don't know, because I saw it on Instagram that someone posted. It said the last... Jew in Iran or or something like that in prison got Israeli Jew, not okay. Israeli Jew. The last is Israelite, Israeli, Iranian Jew maybe. Yeah. In prison was was let out because he was too annoying. <laughs> Where did you so there's an article? Some, there's don't even bother. Instagram. I had an article. And how is that relevant? It's Jews not. are annoying. Like I guess it's just so goddamn funny. I was just thinking of how annoying the ch is, you know? Oh. That that sound that we were just doing. And I was like, that is so fucking annoying. And then I don't remember that. There, there when I was there, nobody really talked like that. But everybody spoke English to me. So I can't really say one way or the other. I didn't speak to many people that were native to the place. Uh, verse, you didn't? Not really. Our guides, the people at the one sports bar we went to when we were in Jerusalem for three nights. We hung out with locals there and that was about it we were on the move a lot and we were in our tour buses this is from an is this is from a jewish the we're Jeru not we're not becoming a podcast that's fine that just reads i just shit want the you internet. don't believe anything i say <laughs> yeah you just dismiss that whole thing you say sh the most outrageous <laughs> things yeah well this one's true 
It's from the Jerusalem Post. Last Afghani. Afghani, sorry. Okay. Jews, oh, multiple. The last Afghani Jews kicked out of Taliban prison for being too annoying. <laughs> that's just the he- that's the headline? <laughs> yeah. The Taliban? Yeah. Aren't they terrible? Well, there's one quote that says, I don't talk to him. He's the devil. Zebulon Simitov said of the other Jew. So he's a Jew, too, but he's not an, an Afghani one, I guess. And he says a dog is better than him. I don't have many compliments about the Taliban, but I have a lot of, but I have a lot of compliments about him. Well, that's very confusing. That makes no sense. Maybe that, yeah, it makes no sense. There's annoying people of every ethnicity and play, like you are incredibly annoying to me a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of that. <laughs> but that, that's a literal stereotype of co-hosts of being Jews. Yeah, very annoying. Being annoying. Well, Hasidic ones at least. <laughs> So Jair, so Tola did his thing for 23 years, then Jair. So verse three. That'd be like if all the, in one day, every woman in, in, a, in a city crashed their car. You know, it'd be, it'd be like, holy fuck. That's the exaggeration of the stereotype. Yeah. You'll find it funny that they kick Jews out of prison for being too annoying? Not really. Because it's just a guy. He's just, I mean, if they, if man kicked out of prison for being too for annoying. For being too annoying. They were in prison. And they're like, fuck it. We're, we don't even want you here. I doubt against your that will. that's the whole story. He had to be released for some, like, if he actually committed a crime and you were just annoyed yourself out of jail, that doesn't make any sense. Why? I mean, I think he's being held captively against his sp- will. Aren't, pr- like, prisoners in general, like, fuck you to the COs and, like, shitting and stuff and throwing it at them? Like, there's a I mean, lot of annoying things you can do in prison. Very true. I've been listening to this uh, YouTube channel, Fresh Out with Big Herc. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's just prison stories. And he tells me the most, he says the most outrageous, horrible things that people did to each other and to the COs. So I don't believe this guy got kicked out for well, being Well, it wasn't annoyed. like pun- – apparently they were <laughs> just bigger to each other all day, and it was making all the other inmates lose their mind. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's too fucking funny. Verse three. He was followed by Jair. I'd like a, to go to say that I've a, never actually met a Hasidic Jew. I'd like to. Yeah. You know you <laughs> form opinions based on other people's opinions that you never met? Yeah. I, because, yeah, I, you listen. We both listen to other podcasts, other comedy ones usually, and like you hear other people's. Like I've never been to New York, and I've, but you hear it's like a shithole. But it used to be like certain parts, and everything's way better now. Times Square sucks, and all these things. But I've never been there. But in my mind, that's my opinion of it. You know, <laughs> like the Hasidic Jews have this... one part; they have, they have their own cops, and they're really annoying, and they won't. They won't even look at people who aren't Hasidic, but I don't even know if that's true. Yeah, you just admitted to just being like an ignorant retard. Yeah, but that's in my brain now because that's the closest <laughs> I have is someone else's opinion that lives there. And as soon as like three people say it, I'm like, that's fact. That's how facts are born right there. Three different people. That's all it takes. All right, Jair. Tola was followed by Jair of Gilead who led Israel 22 years. He had 30 sons who rode 30 donkeys. <laughs> Quit bragging, dude. Why is that necessary? <laughs> because he had a donkey for each son. No they, doubling up. They controlled. Why don't they have horses? I guess they didn't have horses at this time. I guess not. And maybe horses aren't better in the desert. Horse? They're probably not. But horse-drawn chariots in the desert. That was something they said. They're like they have horse-drawn chariots. Though, so that would probably be well, they're way faster. Than yeah, donkey-drawn donkey chariots <laughs> are not intimidating at all. You know. 
If there is someone with a donkey drunk chariot, it's Dodo for sure. That guy <laughs> has never seen a horse in his life. So he had 30 sons. They rode 30 donkeys. They controlled 30 towns in Gilead, which to this day are called Hovath Jair. One town per donkey. <laughs> which means, or the settlements of Jair. Um, when Jair died, he was ba- buried in Camon. Came on, come on. He was buried and then came on, <laughs> which is the worst way to be buried in, in Jewish tradition. Very fertile ground. There. Yeah, a lot of seeds. Um, Jeff Jephthah. Again, the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. These goddamn stupid idiot Israelites. They served the Baals of Ashtaroth and the gods of Aram. The gods of Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of the Ammonites, and the gods of the Philistines. Because the Israelites forsook the Lord, they no longer served him. He became angry with them. Dude, could you imagine worshipping all those different gods? The gods of Asheroth, Aram, Sidon, Moab, Ammonites, and Philistines. They, everybody, I think you were just in Asheroth. That's a comedy show there. <laughs> Ashkroth? <laughs> Asheroth is... Where are these places? Does each place have their own god? They're is just, that what you're telling me? If you took out that map I gave you, they're just the neighboring parts of Israel. It's all around Israel is the Moabites, Ammonites, Philistines. I thought the map you gave me was a lineage map. I gave you that. That's, that's... Oh, yeah. The other one's a book, though. It's hard yeah. to flip through. It is hard to flip through, but the, if you want to see... Anyways, um, I just was pointing out that's a lot of different gods, and that's a lot of fucking money and wasted energy. Like all these gods require sacrifice, so. But they're not worshiping them all simultaneously. Um, I would say that they did. Different, maybe they don't. Read it again. The Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. They served the Baals and Ashtoreths, Ashtoreths, the gods of Aram, the gods of Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of Ammonites, the gods of the Philistines. I'm I'm guessing it's because the Jews are so big and have so many different clans now, have, or whatever, that they they're all, each worshiping their own fucking Their nearest thing. god. Yeah. I'm sure they're overlapping sometimes. For sure. Definitely. But I don't think they're all just like, fuck it, now we got to give 10% of our shit to fight. Now we get 50% of our stuff, because each god needs 10%. I think it's they take a 10% and then it's like a... And like, who do you give it to first? Whichever god you give it to first, the other god's going to be pissed off. No? You're because he, he wants the first thing. Who he knows? wants the youngest, the first. Our God wants crop. the God of the Israelites wants your first fruits. That's for sure. If there's a cool chill God. It's like, yeah, give me third. <laughs> that's fine. I'm just happy to be a part of this. <laughs> uh, so he, the Lord, <clears throat> he became angry with them. He sold them into the hands of the Philistines and the Ammonites who that year shattered and crushed them. Well, now when they say God sells them, to the Philistines, I think that's just like a poetic word for allowing them to be captured. But if we took it literally for a second, imagine God is doing a transaction. What is the transaction? Then? Yeah, what do they? What, what does, does God... God want in return? <laughs> that's the promise of suffering, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, I will trade you them for the promise of you torturing the fuck out of them. You got to do a really good job. Get them. <laughs> Like Tom Cruise in Tropic, punch him in the face really fucking hard. Oh! <laughs> it's like I want to, I want to torture, and they're like, "Oh, here you can. We have slaves you can torture." No, no, no. The people I just sold you, the I want you to torture them. It's like, aren't you God? It's like, don't worry about it. All right, you guys will be happy to know I'm done my coffee, so you have my full mouth attention. Little, little hyper. Um. 
who that year, sh- so the Philistines and the Amorites, who that year shattered and crushed them. For 18 years, they oppressed all Israelites on the east side of the Jordan and Gilead. The land of the Amorites, the land of the Ammonites. In, sorry, in the land of Jordan, the land of the Amorites. The Ammonites also crossed the Jordan to fight against Judah, Benjamin, and the house of Ephraim. And Israel was great. Do you remember Chocolate Rain? Yeah. You do the same thing he does. I have to. Except you burp. Like, he he went away from the mic to breathe, and you do it to burp, and then come back. It's fucking ridiculous. People don't want to hear that. No, they don't. But just the fact that you have to burp that often. That's it not, it can't be good for your health. It's because I, ch- I just uh, chugged the last part of that coffee. Uh, so, the Ammonites also crossed the Jordan, blah, blah, blah. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord, We have sinned against you, forsaking our God and serving the Baals. The Lord replied, When the Egyptians, the Amorites, the Ammonites, the Philistines, and the Sidonians, the Amalekites, and the Minoites oppressed you, and you cried out to me for help, did I not save you from their hands? But you have forsaken me and have served other gods, so I will no longer save you. Go and cry out to the gods you have chosen. Let them save you when you are in trouble. So God is being sassy to the Israelites. Now, I'm trying to imagine how that could possibly happen. So the Israelites cried out. Does that look like everybody individually praying? Or does that mean they all come together in I'm assembly? I'm they're like collapsing on their knees with their hands in the air being like, why have you like, forsaken like, me? Like a cartoon yeah. character. They are all doing that in slavery at well, the same time. Well, they seem very melodramatic. And the then the, like so far. The Lord replies as in from just a voice out of the heavens. Or does he like plant thoughts in all of their heads that it's like. In, re- in reality. Well, normally it's like the Lord said this to Moses. And he came and down Moses, and it gets relayed. Yeah, but he's saying the Israelites cried out and God's replied to the Israelites. Well, isn't the whole thing that yeah, they can't handle it or whatever? Most if people die in God's them? presence. Yeah. yeah, so he probably talked through a priest or something. One of the priests. I don't know why he didn't say that. Yeah, it doesn't say it. It's just dumb. But the Israelites said to the Lord, we have sinned. Do without, do. So they're just talking to him now. Yeah, as the whole body all at once is saying this in like perfect cohesive in unison. Unison. Um, do every what, every clan. By the way, is all the are all the Israelites captured? Like every no, clan it's, everywhere. So the Israelites on the other side of the Jordan in Gilead, they're fine. They're fucked. And then oh, they're fucked. Then they started crossing the the Ammonites, the Amorites and the Ammonites. I always get them confused because they look ex- almost the exact same on the page. So the Ammonites live on the other side of the Jordan, and now the Amorites are crossing over to fight against Judah and Benjamin, which are the biggest tribes of Israel. Oh, okay. Judah's typically the strongest tribe in Israel almost at any point in time. So, and God says to them all sassy, why don't you pray to your other gods then? (laughs) Which is a hilariously pathetic thing for God to say. Unbelievably petty. No, I don't think I will. Why don't you pray to your other gods? Oh, why don't you go back to your other boyfriend? And it's like, I guess the they, the Israelites did the evil in the eyes of the Lord. But how many times did the God just fuck with them so that he could demonstrate his power before? Right. He's like, maybe Baal will take you back. Do you do? Why do the other gods they pray to never help them? It's 
really retarded. It's, <laughs> Ever. It's no. the most frustrating thing in the Old Testament is how often the Israelites see God's power, like complete miracles, and then follow other gods the next day. Not just that. It's just that their gods never help. Ever. So under that assumption, they have never presented any reason to believe them once, yet they're worshiping eight different kinds. I'm sure that they think they help. This is what happens if you pray. If, if you're superstitious or if you pray, you start to notice things. Like my mom has all these fucking anecdotes about times that prayer worked when she couldn't find her keys and she found her keys or when Judah's neck got better or, you know. And I saw this great YouTube video that kind of said uh, you could pray to a jug of milk with the same results. You just notice it more, right? Yeah. So you pray for stuff to this jug of milk. And then when it goes your way, you're like, fuck, God, answer prayer. So whoever, they're praying to Baal. They're like, fuck, I hope it rains. It hasn't rained in like two weeks. And then it rains. They're like, that was Baal. That was Baal. And then you get two or three. Two or three. Yeah. People like people who are superstitious that say like. Things come in threes or whatever. They're always just waiting for the next two. Yeah, people with OCD. Yeah, morons. <laughs> yeah. But people who believe that kind of shit notice it all the time. Or people who believe in horoscopes, mm-hmm. like read theirs and then like look for that to happen. Then when yeah, inevitably ma- it happens because it's so generic, they go, that's because of that. They're like, you'll find love at a bookstore. So they go to a bookstore every day that week. Yeah, exactly. Waiting on every dude. They'd be like, oh my God, it worked. <laughs> I like how you assumed the person that <clears throat> believed it was a woman. Are you kidding? You said <laughs> you said astrology. Yeah. Yeah, they're all women to believe that. Have you ever met a man that's admitted to believing in astrology? Uh, that's not trying to have not sex trying to with- fuck a girl. <laughs> yes, ex- exactly, exactly. No, exactly. Me neither. How many? Yeah, actually, I have. I met have a guy really? in L.A. that was all into it. Oh, that doesn't even count. Yeah, he they're was a weirdo. Big old fags there. <laughs> I don't mean that the gay way. I mean the faggy way that they are in L.A. How many chicks have you dated that have been into astrology? None. Not a single See, one. I thought that wouldn't happen to me. Every single one. Really? Isn't that insane? One of them started to go, you know what? I've been reading about this and it's actually, I'm like, shut up. And then I just fucking like, like if you, I will break up with you if you follow. Oh, that's it. how you do it? I was like, that is ignorant, dumbass horseshit. She's like, I just... Because I basically talked her out of being a Christian, and she was now like searching, clinging for some. Yeah, and then she like you took that started too. going to. I was like, "That's actually dumber than Christianity." Here's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Pre- I think she's now like the a Wiccan or so- girl. I think she's like a Wiccan or something now. Oh Jesus! She's like you know yeah. You ruined this girl. I didn't ruin her. She she was you like sh- that. No, you did. You should have just left her as a Christian. No, she'd have a better life than a Wiccan. <laughs> So, I mean, that's maybe. a few steps down the totem pole. Yeah, field. she's like all organic. Like, uh, what do you call fake doctors? Those people uh, that go to get not doctor remedies. I don't know. Oh, homeopaths. Fuck. Yeah, she's all into that shit. And uh, like, you did fucking crystals. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. She's the kind of person that wants to believe in something that needs yeah. something more than this so she was she was somewhere you you stripped the good one that's like the best christianity's probably the best fake one no yeah because it's so broad you can kind of make up your own thing if well, you really need that that's not good it is good because it allows people to make excuses if if you want to i live guess a it's cer- a coping mechanism and christianity yeah. of now is much more watered okay. down yeah. yeah like it went through a lot of bad shit to get to where it is 
Yeah, we had to get like a pope that said gays were cool and that you didn't actually have to go to church or whatever the I fuck don't, he keeps saying. Did the pope say gays were cool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pope di- Francis? Yeah. That's directly, directly opposed. Directly from the pope. I know. Opposes the Bible. To the Bible. I didn't know that at the time. I was like, oh, that's sweet. This pope's cool because I didn't really fucking read the Bible. I just assume people just said – people just take the Bible and just say whatever they want without it being in it. Yeah. But I didn't realize until I talked to you because I only knew one – one verse that was like that vaguely means that and then you're like nope this 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 and i was like oh yeah that's pretty pretty fucking pretty straightforward it's amazing how many people believe the bible without reading it and just believe what people say is in there it's crazy to me Uh, anyways should we get back where were we (laughs) yes we should get back let's Um, get back so god sold them to the philistines and uh i can't i'm having a hard time reading today let them okay so let them save you they got rid of their foreign gods Uh, so the israelites said to the lord we have sinned do with us whatever you think best but please rescue us yeah do it hey we've been bad do whatever you want (laughs) do whatever you (laughs) punish us but please rescue us i guess do whatever you want we'd rather be saved than tortured forever but do whatever you want depends what kind of torture you know they got rid of their foreign gods among them and served the lord and he could bear Israel's misery no longer. What a gracious and generous God. Then the Ammonites were called to arms and camped in Gilead. The Israelites assembled and camped at Mizpah. The leaders of the people of Gilead said to each other, Whoever will launch an attack against the Ammonites will be the head of all those living in Gilead. Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty warrior. His father was Gilead. His mother was a prostitute. <laughs> And that made him mad. And that made him get into fights, and then he became a warrior. Gilead's wife also bore him sons, and they had grown up. They drove Jephthah away. That's a reoccurring theme in the so Bible. Your dad's Gilead, he's just fucking everything. Yeah, he's, he's the man. everything. That's a reoccurring theme in the Bible, though. There's, It's often the, the stepson or... Yeah, because he's got something to prove. Yeah. He's been called a fucking whore's kid, a bastard his whole life, it's and he's a... fucking angry. <laughs> And now he's got to do something. There's motivation in that. They, what, Jonathan Taves, I grew up playing hockey with him. Yeah. His mom was a cunt. Yeah. She used to force him, if he didn't score enough goals, to ride a bike for like two hours after the games. Now, now he's Captain bike. Serious. Exactly. But if his mom was just like, oh, that's okay, honey, you'll do better next time. You think he'd be the Jonathan Taves he is now? No. <laughs> You need some he'd be, like you'd be here in a room doing a podcast with me. Exactly. No, talking you... about being in the NHL. <laughs> talking about dreams you used to have that I'll see you in a year. Hell yeah, dude. Get yeah. back into junior. Um so yeah. The he's the son of a prostitute. Gilead's wife also bore him since they drove Jeff to away. You are not going to get any inheritance in our family, they said, because you are the son of another woman. That makes perfect sense. So Jephthah fled his brothers and settled in the land of Tob. Are all his other brothers from one woman? (laughs) The land of Tob. I don't know. That's what it kind of implies. There's the wives and the concubines, and I don't know how it works. It's probably something to do with fields and houses where they get to sleep. Well, a concubine's not a prostitute. Prostitute is worse. Yes. This one said prostitute, so I guess. If you're a king, would you fuck a prostitute? Who would raise... He's. I don't think he's a king. He's the... Oh, what he was he? his father was Gilead, so a Gileadite. So I guess this guy had so many kids that he formed his own cr- clan. <laughs> and one of the kids he raised, if he raised his son from a prostitute, that means he probably liked the prostitute a little bit. Like, would you raise? That's, that's what I was gonna get at before they had DNA testing. Never, yeah. right? 
Never. Never. She'd be like, this I have in your kid. He'd be like, kill that hooker. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and that kid. Yeah, the kid. Uh, so Jephthah and his brothers <laughs> settled in, uh, fled from his brothers and settled in the land of Tob. <laughs> Why is that so funny to you? T O B, just a fu- stupid oh, looking word on the. Some of the words just look dumb. <laughs> it does. I'm going. Fuck you guys. I'm going to the land of Tob, <laughs> where, where a group of adventurers gathered around him and followed him. It's like sounds like you know when an eight year old tries to make up like a story, but it never goes anywhere. Yes, we're going to Tob, dude. This is his life story. They, his brothers kick him out because you were the son of another woman. So Jephthah fled from his brothers and settled in the land of Tob, where a group of adventurers gathered around him and oh, followed him. exactly an eight-year-old story. That is unbelievable. Adventurers just adventuring around in their fucking capes the, and The fucked up thing is an eight-year-old could do this now. This was like a 40-year-old wise man that wrote this, you know, for the Bible. Yeah, like this some fucking smart guy. dumbass story. I'm Dude, when they wrote this, they must have been going through... They must have had their oral histories and their first guys that are writing them down under the reign of Josiah. And they're filling in so much gaps. They're filling in. For sure. They're like, what do you think happened after uh, Gideon? They're like, well, he had a son. That's for sure. We wrote that down. He murdered 70 of his sons. And then what happened? I don't know. There's this Jephthah guy. went on a crazy adventure. <laughs> Where did Jephthah come from? A lot of crazy I guess characters. his mom was probably a prostitute and he fled to the <laughs> land of Tob and then adventurers gathered around him. What the fuck? Maybe they're like... Was that an actual thing? Like, people just went adventuring? Like, Don Quixote? No. For sure not. (laughs) Adventures? They must have been thieves. Like, runaways. Like, ostracized. Kicked out of town. You know, I'm giving this guy a hard time. Because this might have been the first time anyone's ever mentioned adventurers. Yeah. You know? It could be... Like, everyone could have stolen it from this poor bastard. And I'm calling him an idiot. Because an eight-year-old could write it. Well, a group of adventurers is not something that is... a plausible explanation. No, it's not. It's very vague. <laughs> what do they do? They adventure. They're adventurers. They'd be criminals. So, I think yeah, they, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, they're robbers. A group. Of, uh, what are you guys doing? Adventuring. What are you doing in my house? Give us your money. Adv- adventuring for looking for booty. Quest. <laughs> <clears throat> money or other. Sometime later, when the Ammonites that made covers war. all bases, really. <laughs> Sometime later, when the Ammonites made war on Israel, the elders of Gilead went to get Jephthah from the land of Tob. Come, they said, be our commander so we can fight the Ammonites. Jephthah said to them, didn't you hate me and drive me from my father's house? Why do you come to me now when you're in trouble? The elders of Gilead said to him, nevertheless, we are turning to you now. They just ignore it completely. What? The elders of Gilead. So they go, hey. We need your help. And those adventurers, they look badass. And he goes, don't you guys hate me? I had to go to Tob because of you. And they're like, nevertheless, we need you. Ne-. They don't even answer it. <laughs> this is their reply. The elders of Gideon said to him, nevertheless, we are turning to you now. That's acknowledging <laughs> that they do hate him. Yeah. Nevertheless. Yeah. We, do, we, we hate you. We despise you. Nevertheless, we need thy help. We are turning to you now. Come with us to fight the Ammonites. Go fetch the hole of a mother. And you will be... <laughs> Head of all over. So he must. How does that happen? He these adventurers must be badasses, well, and he he's must a badass warrior, right? Yeah. Well, his yeah, he's a badass warrior. It says he's a mighty warrior. You know, it's at the a bunch of fucking dandy rich kids were like, "Fuck you! You're not, you're not related to us." And then they got like their ass kicked and be like, oh, "Hey, brother, 
We could. Don't you guys hate me? Yeah, but. But. Nevertheless. We keep on getting our ass kicked. You seem pretty good at fighting. Jeff Day answered, suppose you take me back to fight the Ammonites and the Lord gives them to me. Will I really be your head? The elders of Gilead replied, the Lord is our witness. We will certainly do as you say. So Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead and the people made him head and the commander oh, yeah, over them. That's my favorite when people make me head. And then and he repeated all these words before the Lord at Mizpah. Then Jephthah sent messengers to the Ammonite king with the question, what do you what do you have against us that you have attacked our country? The king of the Ammonites answered Jephthah's message messengers. When Israel came up out of Egypt, they took away my land from the Arnon to the Jabbok, the Jabbok, all the way to the Jordan. Now give it back peaceably. I mean, what that seems. What the fuck so- does that mean? So, the king of Ammon, the Ammonites said they took away the Jabbok. That's a place. The, yeah, the place from in here to here. The Jordan. So yeah, when they were on their rampage out of Israel or out of Egypt, that never happened. But yeah, in this fictional story. Yep. They took land that belonged to the Ammonites, and he's saying, give it back, which technically he would be right. Like if, well, if they stole it from them. Yeah, that's well, that's what conquest is. Well, you know what? Then they don't deserve it back. Yeah, you, well, you lost. Once you take it, it's yours. Yeah. With everything, including now. People act like there's lines. There's no lines. The thing, the thing either is... Either make a deal or you take it. There's been shit happened recently. Okay, but the difference... Like, yeah, you're right. So, but... Jephthah is the king of Israel now, and he's saying, you know, what do you want? The guy's like, my land back. Also, I have this giant army, so you can give it back to me. Or or, we can become enemies. Or we can fight for it. So technically, I guess by right of conquest, Israel owns it. But they No, but he just won it back. No, he asked for it back. Yeah. Ask for it, wink, wink, though. You know what I mean? That's like, you ever... Again, this is a thing I don't... I've never done, but I've heard people get, like, robbed in New York all the time. Yeah. But they... People get arrested for it, so they just be like, "Can I have? Can I have your money?" They don't be like, "Give me your money." Yeah. And then the people get scared and give it to them. And then, so if they ever call the cops, they'd be like, "What happened?" He'd be like, "He said he asked me for my money, and I gave it to him." And he's like, "Okay, fuck off then," because you didn't have to give it to him. He didn't say or else. If you have a gun pointed at someone's face and say, "Can I have your money?" No, no it- gun, no gun. They're just people in New York are scared of black people. I think is the moral of the story. <laughs> Because you've heard that on three different podcasts? At least three different times. <laughs> that makes it fact. He's pointing at me. <laughs> so the king of Ammonites says, uh, give it back to me peaceably. Jephthah sent back messengers to the Ammonite king saying, this is what Jephthah says. Israel did not take the land of Moab or the land of the Ammonites. But when they came out of Egypt, Israel went through the desert to the Red Sea and on to Kadesh. Then Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Give us permission to go through your country. But the king of Edom would not listen. So they Because the last three times the king let them through in <laughs> they, a different country, they burned it down. <laughs> uh, Every single fucking time. Stick to the narrative, Kyle. <laughs> give, give us permission to go through. The king would not listen. It's the exact same thing. It's like, like may we enter? Yeah. And then if it's no, we kill you. If it's yes, we kill you. Yeah, yeah. May I have your money? If it's no, I beat you up and take it. If it's yes, I just take it. It's true. And it serves the propaganda purposes like we did everything in our power. Exactly. Officer, (laughs) I asked them for it. They gave me the land. So Israel stayed at Kadesh. The next day they traveled through the 
the desert, skirted through the lands of Edom and Moab, passed along the eastern side of the country of Moab, and camped on the other side of the Arnon. They did not enter the territory of Moab, for the Arnon was its border. I like the way he just like, we skirted around there. We didn't really go in. Um, <laughs> we tiptoed. Yeah. Around we, the edge. We just skirted around the edge of it. We I didn't, didn't see a sign. I didn't see a sign. Meanwhile, in practice, if that if the Bible is actually true, it's imagine a million, a million one point two million people skirting through what, shitting single file garbage food. Yeah, all that, all their animals. Yeah, it's craziness. Single file. <laughs> I would take forever. Is that what skirting sounds like? Like they're walking sideways. Yeah, not like in a immovable mass of 1.2 million oh my god just ruining everything they touch so then israel sent messengers to sihon king of the amorites who ruled in heshbon and said to him let us pass through your country to our own place sihon however did not trust israel to pass through its territory he mustered all his men and encamped with jahaz and fought israel then the lord gods of israel Dude, gave sihon he must do you think the other guy ketchup all his men and then they, before they fought stop it <laughs> first guy mustered it so he fuck ketchup. off Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go on. I can't even continue. read. That's, that's so dumb. <laughs> uh, let's continue, please. Then the Lord... Keep in mind, this is all the messenger saying this from Jephthah to the king of uh, the Ammonites. The Ammonite king. Then the Lord of God of Israel gave Sihon and all his men into Israel's hands, and they defeated them. Israel took over all the land of the Ammonites who lived in that country, capturing all of it from Arnon to the Jabbok. And from the desert to the Jordan. Now, since the Lord God of Israel has driven the Amorites out before the people of Israel, what right have you to take it over? Will you not take what your God Kamosh gives you? Or Chemosh? That's a new one. Yeah. It's another new one. <laughs> Kamosh now? Chemosh? Chemosh? I think that's like that would be a K. Yeah, maybe. Chemosh. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. That's probably what it is, too. Fuck. The God Hamash. Oh, that's the worst sound. Likewise, especially like this close to the microphone Dude, like that. I want to kick you out of this podcast room. <laughs> Big too annoying. Let's catch up downstairs. <laughs> Let's muster you there. I relish the thought. You're fuck you. <laughs> and continue. Head back to the Bible. Will you not take what your God Hamash gives you? Likewise. Whatever the Lord your God has given us, we will possess. The Lord, sorry, the Lord our God has given us, we will possess. Are you better than Balak, son of Zippor, the king of Moab? Did he ever quarrel with Israel or fight with them? For 300 years, Israel occupied Heshbon, Aurora, the surrounding settlements, and all the towns along the Arnon. Why didn't you retake them during that time? I have not wronged you, but you are doing me wrong by waging war against me. Let the Lord, the ju uh, the judge, decide this dispute this day between the Israelites and the Ammonites. Now, <clears throat> that response, that's, this uh, to me is like why people still hate each other in the Middle East. This exact thing. They just go back as far as they can in See their own they wronged each other? In their own histories. So Israel's history starts with them. Ah, God gave it to us, so it's ours. They're like, we actually we were here. fully lived here first. Yeah. And then they're like, but God gave it to us, and it was 300 years ago, and you take, didn't do anything in that time. Take it up with him. Yeah. <laughs> take it up with him. Talk to your God, Hamas. <laughs> Why don't the two gods come out and do battle? That, that would be Because that would be cool. <laughs> that would be the Write a book about that. That would, as, that would be a better decider, honestly. It's always people doing war in the name of their gods. 
Next time, let's just ask both like the gods to do war. Oh, that's the problem with being an atheist. Maybe they're just betting on them. That's on us, you know. Maybe maybe it's like uh, we're like dogs chasing the rabbit, you know. Oh, so all the gods are they're like just, in, they're just they're inciting just, us just, to fight yeah, each other. It's like it's men. We're mandingo fighting. We're the except it's countries, not people. It's true. Um, I, it really does you know, feel you know like be that. Funny like the gods we, just pit people put against each other. Two people beside each other and told them completely different things as gods, you know, and just see what happened. Let's tell them both that that piece of land is theirs and watch them fight for it. <laughs> By <laughs> the there, divine if, conquest. If there is a god, that's pretty much what happened. Uh, <laughs> the king of Ammon. Which I kind of respect. No, however, kinda... paid no attention to the mefta, message Jephthah sent him. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah. Oh. He crossed the Gilead that's, and Massanay and passed part, through Mizpah and part, Gilead. That's part three you never hear of very often. What? The spirit of the Lord. Yeah. It's like a breeze. The spirit of the Lord came on him. From there, he advanced against the Ammonites. And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord. Vows to the Lord are very sacred. You have to keep them. Do you? Yeah. You ever made one? Um. Yeah. Really? That I will never make a vow to the Lord. Zing. Um. I don't make vows, no. I mean, when you were really religious. I mean, I got baptized, which was like, I'll follow you forever. So, yeah. I guess. Which I immediately was like, since you're not real, I guess that doesn't count, does it? How old were you when you were baptized? Like 15. And you were, you were, really? Yeah. I thought it was way earlier. Maybe 13. No, it was, it was at Bear Creek I got baptized. Don't like babies get baptized? In Catholics, baptize their babies like eight days after. Yeah. And there's a vigorous debate amongst spiritual people whether you should get baptized when you're old enough to understand what it means, or if you you just baptize them. In case, the the reason they do that is yeah. in case anything bad happens, yeah, like they die. Yeah, it's your eternal soul if you don't. Yeah. So you know what? I'm gonna go with the Catholic side because I don't think God gives a fuck whether you know your beliefs. I think He wants to be you to be dunked in the water, and it doesn't matter why. I think that actually, like as far as like spiritual rigmarole, it makes yeah. just as much sense. Yeah, like just God's dunk not, the baby it doesn't yeah. make any fucking difference. Just dunk it. <laughs> you ever seen? It's like a third world country, clearly, and this there's a priest lined up dunking babies, but it's one of those five. 50-gallon plastic drums no. full of water, and it's the funniest thing in the world because he dunks the baby in head first and then feet and then head and then feet and then head. And the baby's face is just his eyes are He's just waterboarding a baby? Yeah, eyes are bug-eyed, and it's looking around like, what the fuck is happening? It's been spun around and dunked in the water for six times. Baby, you're saved. And then he just passes it to the mother, and its head's like spinning around on its like little infant neck because it just got, doesn't know what's going on. And then he does it again that's fucking and there's terrible. like a video of like him doing it five times in a row for sure those babies are getting water up their nose and breathing it in and coughing sure. yeah i wonder if babies have ever drowned getting baptized for, i guarantee well, that would be hilarious there's been way too many baptisms for that not to have happened somebody just forgets it like you fucking like put the kettle on you just I put need- the baby in there and like <laughs> the fucking candle needs to go get lit or something and oh oh shit dude it's a five gallon drum of water he could just be like oopsie you know and <laughs> drop it one of the time and now he's gonna fish the baby out yeah it's- what if he can't find it right away probably not though there's people on site at all times but they were oh. drinking a lot of wine a lot of people it doesn't take much for a baby to die yeah no i i mean I, how many babies have you killed I mean, that, I'm, that I've told people about? <laughs> yeah. Zero. Zero. How many people that you that haven't admit? told people about? Well, I wouldn't tell them. <laughs> so, so, so Jephthah, where are we here? 
Um, if I give uh, so made a so Jephthah made a vow to the Lord. This is a very good story. If you give the Ammonites into my hands, whatever comes out the door of my house to meet me when I return in triumph from the Ammonites will be the oh Lord's. Oh God! And will be the Lord's, and I will sacrifice it as a burnt offering. What the With fuck? kids and children? What kind of a vow is that? Whatever comes out this door, I'm burning of my for house. God. Yeah, probably the people that fucking live in it. Let's continue. Yeah, who would be most excited to see you home? Then Jeff, your kids and your wife. So you're gonna kill one of them then for Je- sure. Then Jephthah went over to fight the Ammonites. He's like, I hope it's How my. How do you whore- explain that? I hope it's my whore wife. It's gonna. It's probably gonna be my whore wife. <laughs> That's the plan, right? He's like, you're not allowed to divorce. Whatever. Comes, I hate this bitch. Whatever comes out the door, it's for sure gonna be my wife. Sacrifice doesn't count as divorce. Then Jephthah went over. To, I'd like to remind everybody that the spirit came. The spirit of the Lord came on Jephthah when he made that vow. As in, this is an influ- that's the influence of God. Is the spirit the same as the Holy Ghost? Yes, it is. It's one of God's things. But oftentimes when people are going to do something in the Bible, the spirit of the Lord comes on them and they get, you know, superhuman strength or like the spirit of the Lord comes on Elijah and he can run- outrun chariots. Or the spirit of the Lord comes on Samson and he can push a fucking temple over with his bare hands. Or the spirit of the Lord came on David and he rushed. So and then he had to wipe his face off. <laughs> yeah. So then God threw him a towel. Jephthah went over clean, to the fight the Ammonites. Yourself up. And ga- and uh, the Lord gave them into his hands. He devastated twenty towns from Aror to the vicinity of Minith. That's pretty cool. As though. far as Abel Kiriminim, thus Israel subdued Ammon. When Jephthah returned to his home in Mizpah, who should come out of his house oh, no. to meet him but his daughter? Oh, God. Dancing to the sound Jesus of tambourines. Jesus Christ, that's so fucked up. She was an only child. Oh, my God. Except for her, he had neither son nor daughter. This is horrifying. When he saw her, he tore his clothes and cried, Oh, my daughter, you have made me miserable and wretched. What did you think would happen? <laughs> because I made You a- have one daughter. Because I made a vow to the Lord I cannot break. You have one daughter. Probably one wife. My the fa- fact that you only have one daughter, in my mind, means you only have one wife. Yeah. Because you'd be fucking them all. Yeah. So it's- you have one wife and one daughter, and you're like, whatever, whatever comes-, comes out of the house, he- I'm going to kill. He wasn't in himself, dude. The spirit of the Lord came on him. This is what God wanted to happen. Oh, God made him say this. That's what I take from it. When the spirit of the Lord comes on a person, then they do something that's directly God's influence. So God took over and he's like, okay, I hear your bet. If I'll, I'll get rid of the Ammonites for you. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. I'm going to kill your fucking daughter. No, you're going to kill your daughter. Oh, you're going to kill. Oh my God. For me. will be a burnt offering to the Lord. So listen to this. Jesus Christ. Why wouldn't you just go, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to take my chances. You can't, you can't break a vow to the Lord. Why not? Because then it's fucking bad yeah, for know, seven generations. Would you really just be like, hey, maybe there is a guy, maybe there isn't. My, this is what, so. so seven generations, they end at you. You're killing your a, only child. Right? It doesn't even matter. I mean. I'd let them live. You'd think. But so he says that, daughter, you've made me wretched. I made a, oh, a that's vow. that's so account. sad. My fa- the worst part is, they said she came dancing out to tambourines. Oh, because he just came back victorious. Oh, my God. So She's so unbelievably happy. She sees the cloud of dust way down the fucking road, and she's like, Dad's coming back. Tambourines. That means that he won, right? I'm cry. Yeah. So my thought, this didn't really happen, Kyle. You can take solace in that none of this actually happened. This might have happened. I mean, something like this possibly could have happened. 
So my father, she replied, you have given your word to the Lord. Do to me just as you promised. Bullshit. Now, now that the Lord has avenged you of your enemies, the Ammonites. You know, now but grant me this one request, she said. Give me two months to roam the hills and weep with my friends because I will never marry. Give me two months to be sad. You may go, he said, and he let her go for two months. She and Why the- does every child in this book that has something that needs bad that needs to happen to them goes, oh, if God said it, that's okay. Because Every single one does. It's a moral lesson, Kyle. Yeah, but not one This ta- is propaganda. This isn't true, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> not one time have they been like, no, don't do that to me. Every time they're like, I understand. That's what God wants. You should do exactly what he wants. You're talking about and then the dad's like, yeah, Abraham well, and Isaac? Yeah. yeah. And then the dad's... Like, even the dad will be like, no, no, I changed my mind. Be like, the daughter will be like, no, you have to kill me and burn me. That's you promise God? <laughs> I am an adult kid with no fear. I think it's because, um, but for the most part, children are more fanatical and believe more. Uh, there's a story. Of, I guess they don't have a fully of like formed this... frontal cortex. So. so they believe it all the way. And they're like, if that's what God said. And I don't think she understands how horrible it's going to be to be burned alive. She gets burned alive. You may, Yeah, so so she went to the hills and wept because she would never marry. After two months, she returned, and her father did to her just as he has vowed, and she was a virgin. What, From, did he check before? Uh, they, they knew Pop somehow. Pop a finger up there? And she was a virgin. From this comes the Israelite custom that each year the young women oh, go out of Israel hear? for First four all, days. First of all, there's only one way to tell if you're a virgin. We talked about this yeah. before. He's popping a finger up there. Second of all, T.I., the rapper yeah. came out and said, I, it was in an interview, and they were talking about, I don't, I don't know how it came out. Like, you can do before. whatever you like, T.I., that yeah. guy? Yeah, T.I. So he has a daughter. She's 18 now. And he's like, my daughter's a virgin. And they're like, you, you can't possibly know that. And he's like, yeah, I can. Every year, I take her to the gynecologist the day after her birthday to make sure her hymen's intact. That can't be. Isn't I mean, psychotic? I believe that he said that, but he he doesn't actually do that, does he? Well, he said it. I feel like here's what happened. He said he wants to believe his daughter's a virgin, and he says it in this interview. And then they go, you don't know that. And he's like, yeah, I do. Like, sticking by his original. He's just a dumb guy that's like, don't back me in a corner. I'll keep lying. Yeah. No, I I, seriously, I check every year. I get her checked every year. He had a big explanation, elaborate explanation about how... He gives her really good gifts on her birthday and stuff because she knows like the day after he's like, by the way, tomorrow we're going to the doctor again or the gynecologist. If that's true, that's fucking crazy. How old is she? 18 now. That's why it came up. When does it? When does he probably ask if she stopped checking this year? I don't know. He should. She's an adult. (laughs) That's fucked up. Um, Not as fucked up as burning your daughter alive. What? Yeah, it's not. But deciding what age your daughter gets to start fucking at, you know? The, the thought of that, I'd rather just not know. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather just not know instead of being like, okay, honey, no more doctor appointment next year. <laughs> wink, wink. You know, Because those are your options. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to just hand her off. Well, you just you got to be reali- you got to be realistic that it's going to happen at some point. It's probably going to be some guy that you don't like. And by the way, she's doing anal and sucking dick. Yeah. She's doing both of those. <laughs> she's doing both of those, T.I. You forced your daughter into anal. Congratulations, parent of the year. It's so crazy how girls will actually do it because they're like, yeah, I, it's better this way. That's why I keep my... Well, friend. you get that, though. I get like it. If your dad was checking your hymen once a year. I mean, I get it. I just think it's fucked up that they're like, this is a better option. I don't think it's fucked up to want to please whoever you're dating. Yeah, but it, 
can't. Yeah, I, whatever. I, I don't have anything else to say about it. He's like, you can eat my pussy, but no finger blasting. <laughs> my dad checked. Fuck. <laughs> okay, so uh, I think that's the end of the story. What did you learn today, Did Kyle? we really just yeah. finish? Yeah, that's... Last sentence? Well, that's the end of the chapter. There's... Read that last uh, paragraph again real quick. So, from this comes the Israelite custom that each year the women go of Israel go out for four days to commemorate the daughter, Jephthah, the Gileadite. So okay, we have a, a con- first confirmed case of actual human sacrifice in the Bible to God that God was pleased with. Yeah. So wow, human sacrifice. That's what, if you're a Christian, you that's believe in that. That's some new fucking ammo for me. Well, you always and, believed in human sacrifice because that's what Jesus was, human sacrifice. Yeah, but it was self-sacrifice. Self, that's what the he, way yeah. they think of it, right? But this is... Uh, it's, like, it's like cutting yourself. Who does human sacrifice in the Bible. That's fucking crazy. Nobody talks about that story. As a trade. Yeah. Essentially. It's a barter agreement from God to him. If I help you kill this army that you'd like me to help you kill, I'm going to take one person from your house. And you know what? I don't care which. Whichever one walks out the fucking door first. Whichever one's most excited to see you. Which that's what it is. His dog, Whoever walks out the door first is most excited to, the sound to see of tambourines. him. Just celebrating. Tambourine's a shitty fucking instrument, isn't it? They didn't have many back then. (laughs) Just rattles. Just makes noise. The fact that they had an instrument means they're loaded. I mean, you can hit sticks on sticks. Yeah, but a tambourine has little symbols all over it. It doesn't mean you're loaded. Do you think? No. I think. Isn't... I think metal's rare. Like, metal fashioned into little symbols? (laughs) That's got to take a lot of work. It's going to take someone, like, five years of their life to make a tambourine. I've never heard a tambourine song that I like. No, they all suck. It's some backup jerk off that looks like is in the band because he sells it them LSD. You know, we don't have a lot of songs that feature the tambourine. <laughs> but they're like, listen, I know we're I'm traveling with you everywhere and selling you all this acid, but none of these groupies think I'm in the band and they won't suck my dick. So let's ta- play the tambourine or the cowbell. Does tambourine even play in the song Tambourine Man? Is there even a tambourine in that? I think there is. I think it's background. Oh, Mr. Tambourine Man. But all those fucking, like, shitty jam bands. Whoops, that's me. So, One of those shitty jam... All those shitty jam bands, like Fish and and Grateful Dead, which I've never listened to, I just assume they have tambourines. They just seem like tambourine jerk-offs, you know? <laughs> they have a tambourine and then a backup tambourine I've in never case listened that to guy's too drunk. Grateful Dead, but they got a tambourine player that's just a fucking tool. I've heard a couple songs. <laughs> Not a fan. They're they're not as good as they're I don't, awful. I don't, I don't understand it. I tried to give them a chance because I guess like these I'm like these hardcore fans of like Me the too. dead. I was hands. like, there has to be something good about it. Yeah, not a thing. Not one. Fucking Very thing. generic and boring, honestly. And I thought you would like it if all people because there's no lyrics. It's all jamming. It's music, but it's, just music. But it's bad and repetitive. It's, it's, I wouldn't. I mean, it's boring. It's boring. It's slow and boring to me. It's not even like they're not even good at their instruments. Yeah. Like com- comparatively speaking, to, they're just playing slow harmonies. To, to punk bands, well, <laughs> they're about the worst. But <laughs> I like any- I, I like shitty stuff. Fine, Caleb. Everything I like sucks. Did we get any emails today, Kyle? We did. We got an email from. They put a goofy name, so I'm gonna read the whole thing. Okay, Macalf Allison. How would you read that? Oh, McElf, Mike, Michael Elf. I, it's probably. I think that's uh, just like a 
user a handle. McAlf, McAlf, McAlf. M I C H A and then capital E L F, all one word. I don't know. Dear, I think, I think it's Michael Allison, and then he puts the Mike Elf. Whatever. Well, we just outed this guy, so if you couldn't figure <laughs> out what Elf was, dear Lord of Hosts. <laughs> That's just a typo. That's just a typo. <laughs> I fucking love this guy. That's the best one yet. Oh, and it's been right there the whole time for everybody. Fuck me. And clitoris interruptus. I don't even mind that. Lard of hosts is way better. It was just a typo. The A, the a is right next to the O on the keyboard. Yep, right beside it. You two keep nailing it week after week. <clears throat> Hell yeah, dude. God, you're off to a fucking great start. <laughs> Listen to how much Kyle is just influenced by pandering and flattery. Yeah. It's pathetic. <laughs> it's not. This guy is, is... Was that not clever? He's clearly was a genius. This is a great... Best email ever. Okay, it's, it's just read it. We have had a lot of good ones. Just read it. This guy's got a shot. He's got a shot. True and brutal comedy. Thank you. <laughs> They love it. Why Bible beaters isn't played in all schools throughout the Midwest of the U.S. and the Middle East, of, and, and the Mid East of the Middle East. I was going to say I can see I can see 80s. why they don't play it in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah. He said the Mid East of the Middle East. Okay, which I don't really get. In dumb fuckistan, USA. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I have a question: Would you ever consider debating this Wonker Jay Dyer? Yeah, I would. I'd, be, I'd debate anybody. Okay, he's calling all contenders to debate him all of the time. Okay, let's find him. Yeah, let's do it. I'm who I'm is in. this? Is he is he uh, just a, some crazy guy, or is he like like the leader of some sort of movement? I listened to his stuff just to get triggered. Here's a link to his show. And then he left us a link. He's like he seems to be turning quite a few autistic folks into Orthodox Christianity as we speak. Oh fuck. Okay. I'm down for this. I bet you here's the thing about these kinds of people is they study like they study kind of the New Testament or like the message of the Bible, which is like they don't usually know anything about the Bible or history or like Perfect. other cultures and context. But Perfect. you can't have the problem is you can't really debate them because you're like, do you know how history works? Like. Do you know where the Bible comes from? Do we you know about the first steer council? Steer the conversation into the, But that's the thing. They always just come back to, this is the word of God. It says so because it's in the Bible. And you can't... Okay, then you'd be like, you know what else it says? Yeah. All these horrible things. Yeah, so then we get into those arguments. But then anything God says is righteous, right? I think we definitely should do it. I'd like to do it. but We've been meaning to do this, but it's... Like when I talk to my mom, right? She just comes back to, they deserved was, it. And they fucking... That was satisfying, though. Right, Wasn't hearing it satisfying. It was a little bit satisfying, and then also like sad and pathetic that she's like talking to God directly, and she can't answer. Only because it's your mom. Yeah. You, what, did you think it was sad and pathetic? If it wasn't my mom, I just think she was some sort of asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck her. So it'd be way more fun. <laughs> He's like, I think a debate with you would be podcast gold, and you two would definitely destroy him. I agree. I know nothing, but I also agree. You're, you know, here's the thing. You know enough to s smell bullshit. So when he says something, you're like, well, that's dumb. I like having you there to back whatever I say up with facts, yeah. with the lines from the Bible, which I can't do on my own. 
I can't do it with anything in life, really. I just make up 50, at least 50 Three different shit. Instagram accounts said it, therefore it's true. <laughs> that's, that's how it works, baby. <laughs> and perhaps a debate would catapult you brave Canadians into the digital stratosphere. Jay Dyer also believes himself to be a comedian, which is sadder than Moon Sorrow. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. What a fucking reference, This dude. is a fire email. Love it. Just put it out there. Thanks again, cunts. Bible beaters for life. Jay Dyer. Well, uh, so he has a podcast or what? I guess so. We're going to have to look into that a little I'll bit. listen to his podcast to get triggered also. <laughs> which is a weird Dude, you'll, I'll be driving around in my car right? just like, what a fucking idiot. I sometimes get like, I, I it'll ruin my day for weeks. I get like depressed to the point where I can't get out of bed sometimes that my mom is the leader of one of the biggest dumbass movements in the world. It's not a direct reflection on you. No, it's a direct reflection of, like, these are ideas that are directly opposed to progress, and my mom is one of the largest disseminators of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah Isn't that is. hopeless and depressing? <laughs> a little bit. You should have a drink. Oh, God. Anyways. Anyways. All right. Thanks for the email. I love that email. Yeah, it's a great email. You guys can keep... Lard of been... host, you fucking dick. Fucking... <laughs> The Unfaithful, you guys have been fucking killing it with the emails lately. Hilarious, insulting Caleb, great questions. I'm loving it. If you guys want to send more previous emailers, new emailers, whatever, even if you're from old episodes. We got one from that chick from 52 that was like pro-God, which blew my fucking mind. That's crazy. Just send them to Beaters at Canada Comedy. By the way, lady, you could get sacrificed, burned alive. And it would be pleasing aroma to the Lord. <laughs> you would love it. What the fuck do you think of that? How do you honestly rectify that in your head? When If God can do no wrong? Well, because they go, he wouldn't do it to me, right? The spirit of the Lord came on Jephthah. Then he made a vow, which cannot be broken. Yeah, but he didn't do it to me, though. Whatever comes out of my house, I will give as a birth offer. Does he think a fucking cow is going to come out? Do house, the cows live in your house? It could only be a person. Yeah, literally. Or I guess like a pet. I don't think they kept. I don't think they had pets back then. The Not Egyptians indoor had... pets. You think they had indoor pets? Egyptians had cats. Cats, but did the Jews have cats? I don't know. They came out of Egypt. They didn't need them. They're already too big of pussies. <laughs> Zing. Oh <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously, right. Christians out there, I would like an email explaining to me how fucking human sacrifice is explained. That isn't she deserved it, and God can do no wrong. Yeah, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get that. You asked like an impossible question for them to answer. That's because I want... If you cannot answer that, abandon your fucking faith. Yeah, I, I would love to hear it. I'm Join me in the side of hopelessness. <laughs> it's better. There's nothing better out there. At least you can know you're right and be <laughs> sad about it. Isn't that better than happiness being right? No, but can't you really be happy if you fucking believe in a lie? I mean, you, I guess you can. For sure. That's the point. That is what happiness is. <laughs> believing in lies. Oh, That's God. what happiness is. I can't. Fundamentally speaking, <laughs> the thought that everything's always going to be okay, that's a lie. And that's what <laughs> happiness is. We're all fucked. It's true. It's and tr- before you die, go and give us a five-star review on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> we really appreciate it. All right. Good night. We'll see you guys next fuckheads. week. Fuckheads.